0: Money. 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 You gotta have it. When you need it, what do you do? If you don't have a rich uncle, call Lending Tree. With us, hundreds of banks compete for your business. So you'll get loans with competitive interest rates, and in some cases, with no closing costs. So here's the deal. If you need money, call us. Do you want to refinance your current loan? Are you 62 or older and interested in a reverse mortgage? Then call Lending Tree now. 800-634-1315, 800-634-1315. We've closed over $250 billion in loans. We know what we're doing and can help you. Call right now for a free quote. 800-634-1315, 800-634-1315, 800 That's 800-634-1315. NMLS number 1136.
1: The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadiolawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radio law Talk dot com.
2: Uh, welcome back to Hour 2 Radio Law Talk. What do you do for a whiplash from driving a tractor? I, I my left side of my neck as I just every time I turn, it hurts. I know this is a little thing. We just call it personal injury lawyer. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say driving the tractor. I just, have a
1: referral
3: for you.
2: Can you believe that? Driving a tractor. I just it just cuz I just like plop, whipped well, in my left side of my neck sir.
3: whoever so. you go to see, can I, I I'm just going to i pre- anybody. I'm just going to preemptively I'm going to preemptively suggest against anyone that would recommend amputation. So, um. Of yes. the neck area. Yes, of the neck
4: area. I would that, say that would be a foam a- roller. Okay, and I would say a chiropractor. Those two. I things... like
2: going to no doctors, so I'm. So if it's roller, it's not that. Cause you know why? It's not that bad. It's just it's a minor. You know, it's not like oh, it's just like a minor twin. Just irritating, yeah, yeah. just yeah. no, it's just kind of oh, kind, never mind. Kind of like Cal. We're gonna yeah. talk today about <laughs> Phil Collins. <laughs> talk, kind of like our producer. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm Frederick Penny, your host. We got Denise Dirks, Cal Hunter, and we've got uh, uh, Todd Cunin, who is Dave's brother. Um,
3: <laughs> Good old what's his name. <laughs>
2: Do, uh, just remember, if you want to call in 855 Law Radio, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek legal counsel. We're not giving legal advice. Uh, welcome WRKQ from Madisonville,
3: Tennessee. Did I say it right? Yeah, uh, I I would say you did. And, you know, and I got to say, a.m. By the way, to those folks, it's kind of where I close to where I was at. Madisonville is between Chattanooga and Knoxville. Okay. okay, And I, when I lived in Tennessee, lived up in northeast Tennessee near Bristol. It was in the, the county seat was Bluntville. So it was the Johnson City, Tri-Cities area, Kingsport, uh, Bristol, that area. And I was Oh, I yeah, was the there.
1: Tri-Cities area of Tennessee.
3: Sure, we all know exactly, yeah, exactly where, yeah, that, right, where that's right, at. Right. Interest, my, my sister... My sister just got married, and her husband was from Kingsport. Oh, I was like, you've got to be kidding me, really? <laughs> How'd that happen? But, uh, yes, yeah, great, great people out there, great area of the country, loved it.
2: We're going to talk about Brad Pitt being sued. It was a weird lawsuit. We're going to discuss that. We're going to talk about uh, uh, some interesting lawyer letters and the response uh, of uh, uh, an interesting letter to Bill Murray. Um, and then an interesting letter back from Bill Murray's lawyer. Is that correct? That's the way we're doing it? Y- or vice, yeah, versa. or yeah, vice versa? I, I read it. I, interesting
3: maybe a stretch there, but I, I think one person knows how to be funny, and then the other person tried.
2: <laughs> that's, that's all I that's can true, say. Exactly. No, they tried. <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to discuss those after we do a thing called case or no case that Cal tries to stump us, and what he does is he's going to give us a case Or a scenario, and we got to determine if it's a case and what the outcome was. Roll
1: it. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. This one's local, isn't it? I promised I was going to take you to Beverly Hills, California, where Sherry Sherry (laughs) Sunshine Joy Beckman. Sherry Sunshine Joy Beckman, easy for me to say, was a classic New Ager, raised by free spirit hippies, and Sherry followed suit. But you know what? All free-agers age. And Sherry began to experience some serious pains in her chest and in her back. Her doctor, Dr. Levin, told her... Oh, you're just getting old, Sherry. It's okay. Here's some medicinal stuff you can try to take an edge off of it. But anyway, Sherry's <laughs> days were clouded with pain, <laughs> which had now turned oh. to agony. Oh, okay. So after a day of walking, a long walk on the beach at sunset, she went to a walk-in clinic where the doctor said, well, we need an x-ray just to make sure there's nothing going on here. So they'd take a picture, and in there, there was a needle. You see, years ago, Sherry had an acupuncturist at Dr. Levin's office. Uh, Her name was Jennifer, and now her name is Jennifer Levin. Inside Sherry's chest was an acupuncture needle from about 15 years ago. And Sherry was a little upset, thinking about how many pain-free days she could have enjoyed. And so she sought legal counsel. And so I ask you, Denise, case or no case? Case. Okay.
4: Case and... um and Sherry wins. Huh? Absolutely.
1: Because what? What do you think? I mean?
4: Well, because it was extreme professional neglect to put a needle in and then not take it out and for it to then you know, it go seem, into would, her yeah, it body. It would seem
1: that way, wouldn't it? Yes. Uh, Mr. Penny, what do you think? Case or no case?
2: So we don't do, we used to do uh, medical malpractice, but we have uh, gone far away from it because of certain reasons I'm not going to get into. But um, I do know a number of things about this. The first thing is, did you know that when they do a surgery, they have to, they have certain things they use and they have to account for everything before they sew them up or whatever, take care of them or her. They're going to have to say, all right, we have four needles. Do you have four? One, two, (laughs) three, four. Three sponges. Yep, Yep. three sponges. Because the famous thing is like sponges getting left in. That's, That's where you hear about them. But how the heck... Having uh, not done acupuncture, but know about acupuncture and studied it, how does a needle get that far? In acupuncture, you just barely put it in.
1: Well, it said that it broke off. That's all. It, and oh, then, and it then could have migrated. Been. I, yeah, oh, it yeah. could
2: have not been the whole needle, but maybe a piece of yeah, the needle. Yeah, and then it migrated. Yeah. Okay, so for sure it's a case. Um, and, and I'm going to say she loses because it's just too simple to say that, Denise. It's too simple to say you know, she wins, because that's normally what will happen. I'm going to say it's a case, and she loses, but you're right, It's how it does migrate. They will migrate up to certain areas.
1: All right, Mr. Kuhn, what what are you thinking about this, a <laughs> <About the> migratory <laughs> needle? I'm yeah. just trying to visualize the count
3: at the end of surgery, where you're going over the list of all things. You know, all right, yeah, we got the scalpels, all right, the sponges, check. Uh, hey, Hal, where's your iPod? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was wearing a watch when I came in here, right? <laughs> Don't sew him up yet. <laughs> oh, no. Well, he'll always know the time. Um, so I'm going to say it's a case. I'm going to say she loses, and I'm going to say that she loses because they're unable to prove that it was this person who left the needle in. Ah, that there's uh, there's an issue about, okay, you know.
2: Of causation. Y-
3: you may have, y- I I'm not doubting there's a needle, but prove it's mine. How do I know that it's my needle?
2: Because it so. says Joe's acupuncture. <laughs> yes, on in it. very sm- in very small print. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and it was dang that- it! I knew we shouldn't have done that. That <laughs> marketing ploy. Because,
3: told me Because because the recording from the iPod that was left inside her when they played it said. <laughs> Hey Hal, leave leave the needle in. I, I can't do that, Dave. <laughs> okay. Oh all my right, so. why, why are you going to the power source, Dave? <laughs> right.
1: Okay, so uh so you heard the scenario. Uh-huh. And all of our really bright lawyers, every one of oh them no. every one every one of them said this was a case. Did you notice that? Yes. yes. Fred said it was a case, Denise said it was a case, Todd said it was a case. Oh and no. all I can say is, Aw. oh, <laughs> oh.
2: oh. oh. Again, <laughs> man, a
1: lot It is no case, but based on a true story, the story I used as a basis involved a guy from China, and the needle had been in him for 40 years, and he did not want to consider suing. When they took the needle out, it was one inch long, once they took it out. Pains were all gone, and so, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Case scenario, but not a case, right, or no case. So Next I, time, I'll take you to the heartland. Yes, but I, I could, I could see the defense attorney if they'd
3: taken the case. Now, <clears throat> now the needle's been in there for 40 years, right? Yes, it has. When did the pain start? The pain started in the last year. So essentially. That needle gave you 39 years of pain, pain relief. Service. And now,
1: so essentially, we have undercharged. And now you complain. <laughs> That's a good idea.
2: I didn't think of that. That's a good argument. I guess he taught doing that. Like, you can see his gestures. He's touching his chest with both hands. I can see him and the jury doing that. Oh, easy, yeah. easy, what do you easy. think, man? Look at look at that chest is feeling good. Right, it's all me. Yeah. We're going to be back and talk about Phil Collins' divorce situation. Very interesting. Denise is going to give us a little opinion about it.
1: Excellent. So there's more Radio Law Talk coming up right here on this, your favorite radio station, or streaming on RadioLawTalk.com. And remember, we are live 9 to noon Saturdays, 9 to noon Pacific time, and you can click to our website. We, we stream there all the time at no charge. Radio Law Talk. will be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
2: See, that wasn't so bad.
1: All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? All right, then. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Infectious diseases spread by pests like malaria, Zika, and Chagas. <laughs> that
5: is
2: Armadillo.
1: Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station.
2: We should probably like uh, do on some television like races they do. I think the Car races where they all as the commercials are going, you can still watch what's going on on the right-hand side. What we do during the uh, the break is almost as entertaining and fun as, as what we do on the air. We're talking about... I don't know. Some of the things I go wouldn't no, no, we don't want to go on the air. That's true. Uh, you, you know, <laughs> uh, Denise was talking about Phil Collins' uh, wife and an interesting issue about
3: marriage. <laughs> yes, that wasn't all we were talking But Go on. Yes. What? Stop. <laughs> Denise. I, I just don't want, I just don't think people need to be kept abreast of everything we were talking hey, about. Your
2: your break. honor, could you tell the council to be quiet? It's the other council's fault. I apologize. Time. I
1: apologize.
2: You're time. out no of wonder, order. No wonder you're not married.
4: It's not
1: the first time. Guilty talk.
2: <laughs>
1: Go,
4: Denise. <laughs> Phil Collins had been married to um his ex-wife, Orion Chevy, I think is how they say her name. Oh, yeah. And they they had been married. And tell she them how got, they
2: met. It's kind of interesting. Do you remember? I do. I know how they met. You tell them how we so went, they huh? met. So they met. She was an interpreter, um, and she was 21 years old, and he went to... I don't know, Bangladesh was some weird country, and he was her, she was his interpreter. And they have two children together, and I think one 17, one 15. But go ahead, Denise.
4: Yeah, no, that's right. She In, in, in 2008, when they initially divorced, she got 25 million pounds in the divorce. Um, and that's was quite significant. Back in those right? days, yeah. Oh, that's so, not a
3: reference to weight gain, my bad. She,
4: <laughs> yeah, no.
1: Oh. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Sorry. I misread that in the article. <laughs> Why she needs two airplanes to fly across the ocean <laughs> hey, Hall, but Stop! All right, all right, all right. She she
4: had married um one other person twice. In vain. Right? <laughs> yeah, oh. no, 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 no. She married one other person twice. So she had been married to one person twice. And then Her and Phil decided to get back together. Mm -hmm. So she divorced that person for the second time and they got back together. And she was telling everybody, I've always thought as Phil as my husband. He's always the real man in my life. Um, You know, it's so important. And so they were living together in a home in Florida. Okay.
3: It wasn't a Susu Studio apartment, was it? My bad.
2: (laughs) Okay, we'll talk about Florida law
3: in a minute. Go ahead.
4: So then <laughs> we Sorry, just, I'm, I'm just him
3: I'm out. So then, I'm just room. trotting out Phil Collins songs. Su- you never heard su Sue Studio" the song from Phil Collins? Yes. Okay, go on. Right,
4: so Oriane then. then left and said, "I'm going on a business trip," and she went to Las Vegas. She met a 31-year-old mm-hmm. there and got married and didn't tell Phil about I'm it. I'm
2: sure there was one or two minor drinks that occurred during that time period.
4: Maybe. I mean, we don't know what she intended, but she at did. That, she got it? married at one of those Elvis. An yeah, Elvis <laughs> one, I know. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like. Oh, okay. I think
3: we know what she intended, but. Uh.
4: It was called the Graceland Wedding Chapel in Las Vegas, and yeah. she didn't tell Phil about her marriage. So now she's married. She's living back in the Florida home with Phil. Right. Right.
2: This is a this is a great
4: soap opera. So up. this isn't this isn't about a divorce. It is about an eviction. So now Phil Collins is trying to bring eviction lawsuit against her to get her out
2: of his. She's staying in the house. Homes. She's like, I'm in the house. Like, hey, you got me. I'm here. That's I'm right. Here. But I, by the way, dear, I I headed back to Vegas and. And, so,
4: and why does he have to do an eviction? Because that is her residence. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's his home. She's right. been residing there. So an eviction process is the only way he's going to get her out.
2: What song are you playing, Cal? I can't hear it. Oh, uh, what, what what would Bill be Collins. his basis for evicting her? All right, let's it, turn that. In. The it.
4: basis for eviction is that. Uh, well, that's a very good question. He could I, evict her for any I reason. I think he's
3: got a problem there. With given the way the story goes, I mean, if well, he if he wants to evict her because now she's married, so so you want to evict somebody based upon a change in marital status? I'm pretty certain there are discrimination laws that prohibit that, even in Florida. Okay, I mean, well, that's,
4: that's probably true. But if she's not contributing to the house or anything like that, he could probably bring eviction. The question is, there's two things that we that we know about Florida. Florida is a, a very pro tenant state. Absolutely. And Florida also had an eviction moratorium for COVID. Uh, for COVID all the way until September 30th, 2020 of this year.
3: Now, the eviction moratorium for COVID was based upon evictions for failure to pay rent. Right, but if they don't have a lease,
4: it was actually a failure for any
3: reason. Okay, but primarily when you are In a a landlord-tenant relationship, you pay rent so you can live somewhere. And I would say the overwhelming majority of evictions occur because somebody fails to pay rent. And the COVID-19 relation was people aren't earning any money, but they shouldn't lose their home, give them a break. Here, what's the lease agreement? I think that's going to be an issue. Probably isn't. There is no lease agreement. What's the lease agreement? There is no lease agreement. So he's been allowing her to live there rent-free, so he can't claim that there's a change in circumstances, she's now not paying rent. The only thing he can really focus on here is she's married that she's he... now married. I'm sorry, but in Florida, I mean, I'm looking at it right here, it's against the law in Florida to discriminate in terms of housing based upon race, color, national origin, sex, handicap, familial status, or religion. She has a change in marital status. That's her familial status. And if he's going to hang his hat on that to evict her, I think he's got a problem.
4: Well, I don't know. I I would like to follow this up because, you know, he also has a claim that perhaps she de- is trying to defraud him. You don't know. And, you know, there... Um... There may be reasons to delay the eviction. Yeah. But I think that he'll probably get the eviction ultimately. But I do well, think sure. it's he going to have to take time to get the eviction. It's not going to be well. like it is in California where an unlawful detainer is going to be 20 days and it's done, right? California. But it's going yeah. to take
2: longer. In California Florida. takes a while too. I still think we're on the moratorium and we're COVID still. Oh, we are.
4: And I think
3: realistically, I mean, look, if she is sitting here and she's now married to somebody else, she just. You look at it from a real-world perspective. She's going to move I, him in. I, I can't imagine why she'd want to still be living right. in the same why
1: house. He as, want why
2: should are, she want to stay? you stay That's weird. Living in an estate in Miami of Phil Collins? I'm sure it's not a shack. She could probably live somewhere. Well, he probably doesn't even know she's there.
3: If he is there all the time, it's an issue. If, she, if he is not there and she's been living there in his absence, I think it makes it even harder for him.
2: Here's Where, my point. Where's the old I guarantee you it's this, more yeah. than 1,500 square feet. And I bet you she could get lost in the thing. And I'm going to look up Phil Collins' Miami home on the mm. Internet and see if I can see a picture of it. What about her new husband? He's okay with all of this? Well, well we, don't, we
4: haven't heard from him. But it, it is called unlawful detainer in Florida. And what it says, at least under this definition, is that um, a person can be removed who is residing in a home. When they don't have a legal right okay. to live in the home and when there's never a lease
2: agreement. All right. We got, we got 15 it's gonna be seconds. Interesting. We're going to be back when I'm looking at Phil Collins' house in Miami. Uh, oh, is it gorgeous? Yeah. She, she, they don't know she's even there. Uh, we we'll Advertising
1: for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
0: That's 800-814-5108 If you are trying to quit drinking or doing
5: too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. 800.
2: Radio Law Talk. I like that show.
1: This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show.
2: Okay, we were talking about Phil Collins and his uh, ex-wife, and he's trying to evict her. The, the way we don't know all the details. Let's let's just put that out front. But we're just learning of details and trying to study all the details. But there's pictures of her new husband that is younger than her, which is by the way a tall, handsome man and in good shape, um, like Todd and I. And look, <laughs> I think what's happened is they moved into the place. Phil's not there. I was thinking that she moved in back with Phil to reconcile and hanging out. They're in there right now. I'm sure Phil's not hanging out in that home. Is trying to get him out and Denise, one this again, these are just internet stuff. We're not saying it's true. Right but and,
4: and, and it's allegation, it's I believe, just from
2: it. Right. But it
4: looks like uh, her new husband, whose name is Bates, it looks like he moved in with her in Phil Collins, Florida home and Phil right. Collins is not there.
2: Yeah, it sounds like a. It's about a 33 million dollar home on the on the ocean. That, uh, yeah, dear, we got married. Oh, by the way, um, did you know my ex-husband is Phil Collins? Oh, really? Yeah, let's head down hmm. to Miami. I got the keys to the so house. So
1: Phil goes on tour to earn money to pay for that 33 million dollar house. And while he's gone, here comes. And, and the, by the
2: way, he's 69, almost 70, and uh, yeah. But he's also rich. Yeah. yeah yeah Of his own yeah. right I mean he was with
4: Gen- Genesis well,
2: right go. and then
4: yep. then he went on on his own
2: all yep. I got to say is who's gonna make the money here the
4: lawyers the lawyers <laughs>
2: all right let's talk Touching. about Brad Pitt I want to talk about Brad Pitt. this is a, an interesting one for the following reason now there's a lady he's been sued for a hundred thousand dollars for allegedly uh, and by the way what's this tell you I'm gonna say the first thing and you lawyers are gonna your eyes eyebrows are gonna raise she's pro bono those of you who don't know what that means. She's by herself. She doesn't have a lawyer representing her. She said that she paid forty thousand dollars to Brad Pitt to come and do some charity gig and events. And by the way, it wasn't one. It was like four or five. But for forty thousand, or you know, some amount, she got. She paid out forty thousand. And by the way, she was talking to him direct, and and uh, to show up to these gigs. So she claims. That's what. Yeah. That's yes, her, yes. That's her argument in her complaint. Let me tell you, ready for this? Hint, hint. Brad Pitt is not on the phone setting up his own gigs to show up to. And by the way, four, maybe five gigs, 40 grand? That that guy will not talk to you for 40 grand. I don't think he'll get in his car and put the key in for less for that much money. And what I'm trying to say is (laughs) it's sad because this lady and Brad Pitt's lawyers have answered, and they've done a motion to dismiss, and what it is... To me, and again, it's all allegations, it looks like she got scammed. Someone on the internet scammed her. Oh, no. And that's their argument is she got scammed. They feel bad, but they're doing a motion to dismiss to say, look, and by the way, she's her own lawyer because probably the other lawyers gave her advice and said... Uh, you got scammed. It's not Brad Pitt. Can't, can't it's you, not
3: Brad. Can't, can't you see how those meetings with other potential lawyers But yeah, I'd like to talk to you about this case. Okay, let's set an appointment for Thursday. They meet on Thursday. So tell me what happened. All right. So. <laughs> I like the
2: all right so. Here's the
3: deal. I sent something over Twitter to this Brad Pitt account. He didn't have his picture up because he was going through a hard time So it, and he spelled Pitt with three T's, but I'm sure it was him. And, and I sent this and he said that if I sent him $10,000, he'd show up at this charity thing. It had to be legit. So I sent the $10,000 and he didn't show up. And then he did that three other times. And I, I talked to him 40, personally. I, I talked to him personally. Now the fact that there was somebody trying to take the order at a McDonald's drive-thru in the background is completely irrelevant, but that's what happened. Okay, <laughs> lawyer. Once yeah. again,
1: adding to the lack of credibility yes. of things you see on the internet.
3: it's right? so, lawyer, lawyer number one.
1: I don't think I'm going to take yeah. this case, ma'am.
3: Lawyer number two. I don't think I'm going to take this case. After ten, no. Now it's pro I'm, bono. Oh, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm going
2: gonna, I'm gonna to correct you. Let's go back to lawyer number one. Okay. All right. Lawyer, I'm lawyer number one. Let's play this. Okay. So it, it happened four other times. Okay. So lawyer number. Um, No, let me give you the name of this guy. I hate this guy. Uh, he He specializes in doing these cases. Here's his name and number. Call this lawyer. He'll specialize and do it. Thank you so much.
3: Now, does he have a Twitter account? Can I talk to him directly there? So you
2: go, and by the way, here's his office address. Why don't you just pop in? Okay. Oh, oh, he he accepts walk-ins. Yes, Great. and he'll do it for Great. free. It's no, going to just... be
4: interesting because she didn't just sue Brad Pitt; she sued his company, right. a Make It Right Foundation, which helps to build the homes um, from the hurricane victims in New Orleans, right? Yeah. And so it's a little unclear what the contact was with the foundation, and it's very um, unrealistic <laughs> about having direct contact with.
2: You're Brad talking Pitt. to Brad Pitt. And you're getting forty grand for a number of appearances.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I'll bet that happens all the time.
2: And that, <laughs> and they feel bad. And I guess the lawyers are doing I was reading kinda of what their lawyers are doing. Brad Pitt's lawyers have gotta be very careful here. Why do they be careful? They don't want to look like bullies. Gotta that's right. And that's the problem with pro bono client people. And the judges are very the judges really don't like it because they gotta look fair. Even though if it was another lawyer, if they make a mistake, too bad. You're not there, but the judge always gives the pro bono people extra. Not always, but a lot of times, they'll give them a little extra time. Yeah, to, yeah. You know.
4: and, it, and it's not pro bono. Isn't it self-represented?
2: Yeah. Or proper? Pro-per. Pro-per, you you yeah. Yeah, pro pur? Pro per. Yeah, pro bono. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm like a pro bono. You like
1: you're a U2 how, how much do you figure it costs Brad? doing it for free for How much do you figure it costs Brad to prove uh, Brad, Brad and I are very close, to prove <laughs> that he didn't take $40,000 and stiff this lady. How much do you suppose it cost
3: him oh, to prove 40,
4: 000 that? $40,000 yeah. easily. It pro- probably, probably cost 40, him 40000
1: easily.
3: Yeah. But, you know, th- I, I think a lot of people hear you ask that question. They think, so wouldn't it make more financial sense for him to just go ahead and give her the 40000 bucks and save the legal fees, but the problem is, if you do that and it makes it known, you open the floodgates right. to everybody filing the exact I, I
4: have a prediction. Yeah. I have a prediction. She's only asking for $100,000. She claims oh that she set up these charitable fundraisers to help his company, so this is going to resolve by him paying $100,000 to his foundation.
1: I'd imagine. Th- That's what's going to happen. And if he have just paid it out, Jennifer Aniston would probably call up and claim the same thing. <laughs> 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 so, so, ma'am, how is it that yeah how is it that Mr Pitt um how is it that you
3: gave the funds to him Oh I Venmoed him and then there were a couple times by PayPal Okay. <laughs> gift card. She a Walmart gift card. No. U- using his pseudonym. What's his pseudonym? It's... Todd Cunin? What? No.
5: Bitcoin. Bit- I gave him Bitcoin. I gave him, I gave
3: him Bitcoin. Forty thousand oh, bucks for a Bitcoin. How many did you give him? Uh... Three. <laughs> right. So
2: yeah. I actually feel a little bit sorry for Brad Pitt. You know, you know, this happens. I bet yeah. he's just like, oh, not another person. Because there's people out there scamming, and oh, there's yeah. people. And again, this is allegations, and we're not saying that she was. We're not saying that she. Her case isn't viable, because I don't know, but to me it sounds difficult, and Brad Pitt's lawyer's arguments are pretty... Uh, Isn't that sound. a
1: criminal case more than a civil matter, you guys? Yeah, like? it's someone
2: in Bangladesh, probably, that yeah. they're
1: talking about. Well, he said yeah, he yeah. never
3: showed up to yeah. the events and always came up with elaborate excuses. As my to Lamborghini
1: walk. broke down. What See? happened? Yeah. It was, well, I was
3: on my way. <laughs> I was on my way when an airplane fell out of the sky <laughs> right in front of me. And why don't you get one and of hit those a look-alikes? school bus in front of me, and <laughs> I, had to get, re- I had to if, render
2: aid. If you're really scamming like these scammers do... Why don't you just send another, a Brad Pitt lookalike over there or something like that? So, he, you know,
4: he's <laughs> challenging jurisdiction over him personally, over right, himself right. in that case. So he's filed a motion to dismiss to get out of the case for lack of a personal jurisdiction.
2: Well, and there's a there's case law on the personal jurisdiction. Yeah. And that I can't remember the name of the case. Give uh, me that
4: Volkswagen Corp versus Woodson. Yep, Volkswagen mm-hmm. case.
2: That's it. So yeah. anyway, we're going to follow the Brad Pitt case. I'm sure this happens uh, often to Brad Pitt, but at least it's getting publicity. Radio Law Talk talked about it, right? Uh, we're gonna yeah. talk about. Let's talk about Bill Murray. Yeah, I just saying, I teach.
3: I teach acting, and mm-hmm. and I do acting and stuff. You know, one thing we never cover with the up and coming young actors is, all right, now you want to get the role, you want to be famous. Let's talk about all the lawsuits and crap you're gonna have to deal with if you ever do make it big.
2: Yeah. Nobody <laughs> ever talks
1: about that. No, that's point. true. The price of fame, as
3: they it say, is. right? Yeah.
2: that's true. Uh, tell us about Bill Murray. You guys talked about it. Uh, yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. We talked about uh, Bill
3: Murray. He he is selling this brand of golf shirt that uh, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it described. For lack of a better description, it is probably one of the ugliest items of apparel that one could ever wear. In fact, uh, in, in, in uh, let's see, advertising or trying to get people to purchase this shirt... He used a song from the Doobie Brothers and didn't have authorization to do so. And lawyer from the Doobie Brothers in the letter said, among other things, "Wait, wait, wait! generally punishment enough is the shirt you have to wear. Let's but not we'll go, tell them. But we will go over what the lawyer said to Bill Murray, a cease and desist, and how Bill Murray's attorneys
2: responded. And the best part about it is, and I didn't know about it, you're going to learn about a Bill Murray company. We're going to talk about that what? for a minute. We'll be back. Cal. Hey, Cal, lead us lead us out professionally.
1: Sure, I would like to professionally. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawtalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Please stay tuned because Radio Law Talk will continue after these messages. (laughs) That's all I got, man. Sorry. (laughs) All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk
6: Your vote. In our democracy, they matter, and make our community and our country stronger. So make yours count, get registered, learn the issues, know the candidates, and vote by or on November 3rd. Visit vote411.org for registration and election information. This message is furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Are Are you serious? serious? If you
5: pay my fee, I'll take your case.
1: This is Radio Law Talk, and now back to the show.
2: So we're talking about Bill Murray's uh, lawyer's letter, and uh, this. Now I did not know that Bill Murray called William Murray is his clothing line, and it is golf clothing line, and it's. It's, I'm going to say, colorful clothing.
3: Yes. Anybody who has seen Bill Murray, he's usually uh, a fixture at golf tournaments like the U.S. Open or anything in Pebble Beach. He's there, always plays in the Pro-Ams. And when he does, he is always the one out there, you know, uh, how do I put this, dressed in clothes that make you think that somewhere out there there's a Volkswagen that had its seat covers stolen. I mean, it's just very colorful type clothing that he wears so he's been selling this golf shirt right and and the golf shirt is uh yeah it's i mean it's 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 colorful and he's been selling it for like 80 bucks a pop if not more right and so in in the ads for selling this he used one of
2: the doobie brothers songs and that's the good i've got the letter that the Doobie Brothers lawyer sent to Phil Collins. Did you read that about I, two, I, three weeks ago? Well, I don't know
3: if he sent it to Phil Collins, but he might have sent it no, to no, Bill No, no, to Phil
2: Collins. <laughs> 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 ah.
3: He sent <laughs> it to Bill, I got so Phil Collins. Bill Murray. <laughs> so, so Bill, we,
2: Murray's, Bill Murray's lawyers, I'm sure. Yes, he did.
3: And, and we read that letter um, a couple weeks right, ago. Right. Right. You know, and it was very. I, I thought it was probably. One of the best cease and desist letters. Essentially, you know we have a case. We'll poke fun. If you guys just want to stop using it, we'll let it go at this point. That's right. the gist that I got let, from should the letter. We give, should we give go it ahead, to them? Go ahead. Let's just give, give it give, to, give give to them some, again. Give some, uh, Let's
2: give it to you because we're teasing them. And some yeah. people say they didn't hear us two, three weeks ago. And then we got We're to... The reason we're bringing this up, you say, oh, if you already talked about it, is there's a response now to this letter. The letter is, and this is from R.E. Doobie Brothers, Listen to the Music. Yes. And this is to Mr. Murray. We're writing on behalf of our clients, the Doobie Brothers. The Doobie Brothers perform and record the song, Listen to the Music, which Tom Johnson of the Doobie Brothers wrote. It's a fine song. This is coming from a lawyer. I know you agree because you keep using it in ads, your zero hucks given golf shirts. However, given that you haven't paid to use it, maybe you should change the company name to zero bucks given. Yes. (laughs) And then he goes on. We understand that you're running other ads using music from our clients. It seems like the only person who uses our clients music Without permission, more than you do, is Donald Trump. That's hilarious. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, It says, this is the part where I'm supposed to cite the United States Copyright Act. Uh, And the reason that's hard for me to read, because I've got to make it bigger. Um, But I'm too
4: lazy to look up the law. But I
2: basically says, too lazy (laughs) to look up the law and threat I'm gonna th- threaten you to eternal damnation for doing so but you already earned that with those Garfield movies and you already know <laughs> you can't use music in ads without paying for it uh, and then he goes he says we'd almost be okay with it if the shirts weren't so so blankly ugly but it's <laughs> it's what it is so the immortal words of Gene Paul uh, Sar- uh, Sartre. Jean-Paul Sartre. Jean-Paul Sartre. What is it? Jean-Paul. It's a French. I know, but. Yeah. Our, riv- our riv- Riviere golfer? I don't know. Yeah, it's our like. revoir. S- revoir. S- s- oh, goodbye, golfer. Yeah. Up. Right. Pay
4: up pay is up. really what did they say. So, pay, so, pay la vie or whatever it is. Pay
3: la vie. So the, res- the response was. The, the response from Murray's attorneys, they tried to. Look. The attorney tried to capitalize on some puns using the titles from various Doobie Brothers songs, but there's one paragraph in particular in the response that was just like, really, you wanted to say that because it does not work out well for you. Now, let's remember here that the... Uh, that do you remember when we did the song, or did the case about whether or not the song "Blurred Lines" by Robin Thicke infringed yes. on the Marvin Gaye song right. uh, "Gotta Give It Up"? And so, in the response, they point out the the attorney for Murray points out that one of the attorneys in the Doobie Brothers firms right. was the lawyer that argued the case on behalf of Robin Thicke, saying that it was not copyright infringement. Right, okay? and lost, and and they lost. Now, here's the thing. Whether or not it's copyright infringement because a portion of the song is similar to something else is a completely different issue than actually using the entirety right. of the song in an ad for which you are absolutely supposed to pay. It's open and shut yes. at that case. There is no possible claim that Bill Murray could raise to justify that. Well, the, the, the a a law defense is clear. of fair
4: use, perhaps, but well, that's of, a very difficult yeah. defense. It, it's very difficult. Yeah. So, what they say,
3: so this is the, uh, this is the paragraph. Like says, we
2: have the right for fair use because we're a news agency.
4: Yes.
3: Yeah, so this is what the lawyer says. I'm sure that Howard King of your firm, who argued that the song Blurred Lines, Robin Thicke, Farrell Williams, and T.I., did not infringe on Margaret McGay's composition, got to give it up, would agree that you're client is not harmed under these circumstances. So essentially in that response, he's saying, yeah, we used the song, but your client wasn't harmed at all, so go away It's no big deal. I'm sorry, that's not a defense. That is not no. a defense. That's not staving anything off. In fact, that's not even a
4: denial that, that's, that they were using that's the music. Right. That's a that's tacit exactly admission right. that
3: they were using it, right. but you didn't
4: get hurt by it. That's a terrible argument. That's right, because it's not a matter that they're not getting hurt by it. It's a matter that Bill Murray is benefiting and selling clothes and receiving compensation by using absolutely. That. And then that uh, the uh, Bill Murray's attorney goes on to say that um, we would also like to confirm that both our firm and the good folks at William Murray Golf are indeed fans of the Doobie Brothers music, which is why we appreciate your firm's choice of taking it to the streets rather than to the courts, which are relatively overburdened minute by minute with real problems. <laughs> so that's whose lawyer? That that's was Bill Murray. Murray's, Bill lawyer. Murray's <laughs> lawyer.
2: Responding back to the Doobie
4: Brothers yes, lawyer. Using the Doobie Brothers songs. Oh, that's and, great. I mean, it's a little funny.
3: It's, it's, it's funny, <laughs> but I see the Doobie Brothers going, okay, it's all fun and games, but unless you're telling me you're not going to either not use the song or start paying us for it. We, we will take it to the courts. But we, you know, try you take to do the this courts, nicely. But you know, but you
2: take it to the courts, the money, the, it, the value, yeah, it's just not there. I mean, it's yeah. just not the amount of money. Thanks for your humor,
1: now send me a check. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, here's a yeah. here's
2: hundred bucks, that's about all you deserve, you know, I don't know, man. But I, I guess he's using them quite a bit with the golfers. Now, here's an argument. I guess the argument could be if you're paying... What, ASAC? What's it called? Uh, BMI? ASCAP and ASCAP, BMI. ASCAP BMI. ASCAP and BMI. What if they're paying ASCAP and BMI?
1: They have to have a contract with them. I mean, in other words, it has to be a licensable agency, which would usually be a broadcast house or something like
3: that. Yeah, like so, us.
2: We could right. we could play music you know, if we have, you know, we, yeah. we could do it if it's less than 15 now, seconds. Now, That's another argument.
3: And here's my skepticism. What I really want to see, and I say this all the time when entertainment-related, especially music-related lawsuits or threats of lawsuits starts to raise. What I want to know is, after these back-and-forth letters between the attorneys were made public, what happened to the sales of the Doobie Brothers song, Listen to the Music?, And the sales of these No Hucks Given t shirts. Because if they went up in both cases, it just seems to me that, yet again, another example of entertainers using the legal system to promote their products. And this time, they didn't even have to spend the money to file the complaint.
1: (laughs) They were talking
3: about it. They just sent a bunch of letters back and forth and posted
2: them on Twitter. Instead of paying us to run an ad for his golf shirt, yeah, we it's, just gave it to him for free. It's been a five-minute infomercial. And by the way, I just did a uh, uh, not, I didn't tweet it out, but on Instagram, I did a thing on this, and, Bill, and I did a shout-out to Bill Murray, William Murray uh, Clothing Line. So look, free stuff. We're at, we're here to help at Radio Law Talk. That's our whole goal is to help. All these poor, starving individuals with these copyrights. Can we
1: issues? trade them a Radio talk T-shirt for a couple of Bill Murray ugly shirts, maybe? <laughs>
2: no, I don't want
1: one of <laughs> Oh no. yeah, we don't want one of those. They are really ugly. A the,
3: there was yeah. a movie back in the late '80s called From the Hip, and it was it was about lawyers and essentially these two lawyers that were nothings in their firm conspired with each other to make this nothing lawsuit be a lot more than it really needed to be and all these shenanigans went on court but they were in on it together and then both of them made it really big and ever since i saw that movie things like this come up and i think this is a from the hip plot line hmm. this is a from the hip plot line
2: well i tell you speaking of from the hip plot line third hour we're going to talk about milk lawsuits about milk we're going to talk about uh miss maxwell and the scott peterson oh. case wow did it take a turn we're going to be back, and we're also going to do a great case or no case that hopefully us lawyers can this time guess properly. We'll be <laughs> we're back. we on a roll. <laughs> Join us for Hour 3. Stay
1: tuned. The third hour is coming up after this.
2: Invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call Invent Help now. Invent Help keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than nine thousand companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over ten thousand clients receive patents. We also offer service